For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. A thank you and a welcome to our newest patron over at Patreon, Tyler Fiola. And of course, thank you to all of our other wonderful patrons who make this show and our newly redesigned website possible. Um, before we get into everything, a thank you to everyone who has stuck by us after having all these issues with the site over the past few months finally we are with a new host and again we we are finally uh, entering a period of stability for like the first time ever i'm not on the phone uh, yelling at somebody from at bluehost because our, our website is down so if you have any feedback regarding the new the new website please send it my way if there's anything that you think should be changed let me know um because it's not a complete and total undertaking now uh, if we need to do a little swap here and there. So uh, thank you to everybody for sticking by us. Uh, Andy, talking about like sticking by, did anybody, here's what I want to say, okay? If you watched all 90 minutes of that match yesterday, first off, we warned you a couple of episodes ago about seeing a cardiologist routinely now. And yesterday was another proof as to why that is. Now, I said this in my post-match, uh, in, in my post-match Patreon post, okay? If you had just watched the first half of that match, okay, you, uh, you, you went to go get a glass of wine and, you know, you nursed it for a while for all 45 minutes in the second half. And then you just went and you checked the statistics at full time. You see that Roma, they led in XG, they win 1-0, to they hold Utinese to depending on whatever website you look at all of them had Udinese at under a one expected goals xg so it varied i saw 0.7 i saw as high as 0.81 but regardless under one you would have thought this was very comfortable you would have thought that roma weren't really tested but if you subjected yourself to that second half okay it was the furthest thing from calm. And I said this in, in the patron group afterwards. The fact that Udinese's XG was under 1A and B, the fact that Roma had a higher XG just goes to show that, A, I know nothing about any of this analytical, mathematical sort of stuff. That's why I'm so thrilled there's individuals in this world far smarter than myself because I when I see these things, I mean, it just blows my mind as to how they're calculated. Um, and then beyond that, those statistics really don't factor in the stress, the tense, uh, the tenseness that are in certain moments, okay, of a match. Because even though on paper, it might have looked relatively comfortable, I have to tell you, there were periods in that second half where I thought to myself, 
you know, I would actually be okay with the draw right now because that seemed way harder and more stressful than it should have been, yeah? Yeah, and um, first of all, I would have loved to see a version of Moneyball with you instead of Jonah Hill, you know, and mm. <laughs> where Jonah Hill is like the whiz kid who knows everything about numbers and statistics, and he creates this super team out of outcasts and rejects for Billy Bean in Moneyball for Brad Pitt. I would I have would, loved I to probably see would you. have been the old guy who tells <laughs> the, Billy Bean to go do one, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't one. know how any of this works, to be honest with you. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, I like it, but I don't know how any of it, how it's calculated. It blows my mind. They're like the, the one a good chance. The one the, you know, they're, you're just talking shop, and they're like sitting around the table and like uh, saying, uh, "Where's Jambi?" And like, uh, "Oh, I don't like <laughs> his girlfriend." And that's their, that's that's your that that would be your way of analyzing um, exactly. statistics, um, not only in baseball but also in football. Anyway, the the game was 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 stressful, and it it you know it's a game of two halves. Not even of two halves. It's a game of thirty-five minutes, and and then the rest is history. Right, um, right. It's it, it. Listen, I think it, it was always going to be difficult after that first loss, you know, to come mm. out swinging. So I was actually surprised that they had it in them to open up the game that in in that strong and co controlled way i mean they you know they, they hit a post they were constantly at, at udinese's door in, in the beginning and um and i was actually surprised wow this team is looking really proactive they're they're doing things and, and trying to make things happen um which i thought i was expecting a bit of like a shell shock effect uh, after the verona game especially since this udinese team is you know is not a crap team they're no. gonna be, no. you know, they're gonna be a pain in the ass. I think, along with with Juric's, uh, Torino, um, probably Sassuolo, they're gonna be there. They're not gonna be a quality side that you know tries to get into Europa League or something. But they're gonna give people problems, and they gave us problems yesterday. Um, but at the end of the day, again, uh, to me, the, the three points are vital, and a game like this doesn't you know, doesn't necessarily say something about the way you're going to come out and play against Lazio. Uh, meaning I don't, I don't expect this to look as shaky as against Lazio as we did yesterday. I think that these uh, uh, always, like Mourinho said, a game after a defeat is always tricky. And this one was tricky. It happened. The team struggled. Yes. You know, there are, there is a problem in the midfield. Everybody knows there it. Is. Mourinho, yes. Mourinho knows it. Yesterday he said it. You know that we um, that there was more something more that was missing there. Um, not only fatigue, not only you know, uh, say Pellegrini getting sent off, but but there was something more missing. And 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 yeah, and that's that's how it is. Um, so it, it's again, it's nothing new. These are not games that tell me a whole lot. Um, that I didn't know. I know that Roma need a midfielder. Roma knows right, right. we've midfielder. known that a while now. We know that 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 VR is Mourinho's not preferred choice for the midfield. And in fact, yesterday he was in the stands. So again, I I didn't learn anything new from that. Um, I see I see a defense that uh, still, when under pressure, um, can uh, you know can 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 sometimes 
give up or or start to look really shaky. Fortunately, there is Rui Patricio so far, you know, giving them another one, another one, yeah, another another good, you know, and always always ready. Um, and and that's what's needed because you, it will always be the case at some point in during there is never gonna be with with this defense, you know, with these defenders, you don't have world class defenders. That's the you know, um, you just don't. So there is always going to be a moment in a game where where you need that where you need that goalkeeper to make the difference. And yesterday as well, uh, Rui Patricio w- was right there to be found and, and ready to go. And sometimes that's the difference maker. And I think that it wasn't a beautiful game. It was quite ugly. It was stressful. Mm, and yes, it shows. You know certain patterns that we've seen and say in the game against Sassuolo or even in the opening game with, with Fiorentina um, and obviously in, in the Verona loss, but uh, I don't necessarily take this um, as, you know, as, as a warning for the Lazio game. I actually think that at the end of the day, those three points in a game, this way more. Yeah. In a game, this, 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 uh, you know, this tight, and and complex. Um, that's that's all I need. The three points at the end of the day will will outweigh the you know the episodes that didn't go your way. Um, you know the players being tired and so on. I, at the end of the day, as a player, you're tired. Yes, you you know it was a stressful game, but you look look at the standings. You see, oh, we got a win. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said in the post-match. I said, you know, you're going to wake up and you're not going to remember the performance. You're just going to see the extra three points in the table. And ultimately, that's all that matters. Here's the thing. With with Mourinho, I mean, we should have expected more matches like this, right? Maybe we got a little... No, for sure. Yeah, perhaps a bit spoiled, okay, with the first... Uh, with that first string of matches with... The, the early uh, the early ones in the conference league and we saw oh you know Mourinho Mourinho is he's changing the way he plays uh, no no but you know who cares I I couldn't care less about aesthetics I couldn't care less about beautiful football if I wanted that I'd be one of the boomers calling for Zeman okay like they do every five years when uh, Roma are going through a difficult period I couldn't care less again about beautiful football it, that 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 doesn't even cross my mind at the difficult points in the match i don't think to myself oh you know what i'd rather have right now i'd rather have zamon on the bench that that is <laughs> really what i would prefer to see right now i mean come on here's the thing and, and i really don't know what to make of it so so you brought up the defense and the midfield and i i think that's that's where you have to start part of me says and Perhaps this is me just looking for an excuse or a way to not to absolve Roma's defense, but to maybe at least add a different perspective on on the situation. Because here's the thing. I'm not using this as an opportunity to to hit out at Paolo Fonseca, who that poor guy. How many more interviews does he have to give about Paratici not wanting him at Spurs? Because I think he's at mm. the three or four now. 
Yeah. And he just seems part of me feels bad for him because you could tell like well yeah he's 40 years old and 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 jobless right now so he's not making any money well well it started late last season when he started with the divorced uh, the divorced dad look and now the way he speaks in these interviews i mean oh this this is a man who I, i don't want to say midlife crisis but if he pulls up next week in a Lamborghini, I, I, I think we'll know all we need to know. But in all, in all seriousness, this is a defense, Andy, and these are young, impressionable defenders who have spent the previous 24 months with Paolo Fonseca playing a very, very different, a very particular style of football, okay? I don't expect guys like Ibanez. I don't expect even guys like Mancini, who are slightly older. I don't expect Kumbula. I don't expect Calafiori. After, after, after training every single day for the past two years with Paolo Fonseca, playing an incredibly high line, okay? Um, fullbacks, way forward, uh, playing a very different style and... Uh, tactically almost a 180 degree different way of football i think we have to have a bit more patience and understanding and i'm guilty of this too of realizing that this is going to take time you are not going to have guys like ibanez just suddenly break their habits that they learned under fonseca they're going to make mistakes and there are going to be bumps along the way it is difficult Okay, it is very difficult at times to accept some of the things that we see. It does seem like from a tactical point of view, some of these guys are maybe ahead. Um, Some of the guys like Smalling, obviously, a veteran who has played under Mourinho before, certainly has a much better grasp of this than somebody like Ibanez. I think that even though it's difficult to remember it in the moment, we are going to have to be patient. and. Look at guys like Calafiori, right? Mourinho, in his press conference, he says, I didn't like the way he played. He was timid. And look at that cross in the assist he delivered to Tammy Abraham. That is what I care about most, okay? Guys who learn from their mistakes, okay? You're you're going to see bumps in the road like we did against Verona. But if you can have a response like we saw, uh, like uh, the one that we saw from Calafiori yesterday, for me, that is the most important thing. And that, at the end of the day, is what I care about more than trying to mm, be too difficult on them in these moments where, again, we have to expect that there's going to be difficulties. The fact that there has only been one loss up until this point, I think, is a pretty big indictment on the players themselves and Mourinho. I expected more hiccups, so to speak. Uh, I mean, if you were to ask me through seven or eight games, how many losses do they have? I would say maybe two or three. The fact it's only one, I think that's phenomenal. So uh, that's my long way of asking you. Do you think it has something to do with the way they were playing under the previous manager? Or do you just think that perhaps we have been overinflating, overrating how good some of these guys may actually be. For instance, I forget who it was in our patron group, and I'm, I'm not using this as a criticism at all, but somebody said after the match, 
you know, if a 30 million euros offer for Ibanez arrives, we should do it because I just don't think he's as good as we made him out to be. Is that where you come from? Or do you kind of take the mindset that uh, the point of view that I had where this is going to take time, new manager, and you just can't expect them at the, you know, snap of a finger to just cease doing the habits that they were doing under Paulo Fonseca. Well, I, I think it's it's um, it's probably a bit of both. I mean, listen, we we are known for overrating um, our players, and we we go and and but it's true. We go to feel like like Mourinho said, we go from euphoria from saying, "Oh, Ibanez, Jesus, we have to put." Oh no, we put a release clause of eighty million. That's then Real Madrid are gonna come in and 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 get him and easy, you know, easy money. Um, we did an to... episode during the lockdown of some of the <laughs> wonder kids that. Uh, who who's your favorite? Come on, it's the guy with the wonderful hairline who. <laughs> you put his you put his statistics when he was at Pescara and he was at like two appearances. Come on, who is the, the attacking midfielder? Come on, your man, your favorite all time, oh Roma God. youth player. I don't remember. He's still in the. Oh team, yeah, Ric- Riccardi, Riccardi. <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. Jesus, man, the thing. myth, the legend. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Of course. No, but <laughs> that's true. And and although in a different way, because with the primavera, you you never know because you never know what you're looking at. Um, it seems like you know the the most people don't even watch primavera games. So yeah, but when you see it, but when many see them linked to a transfer deal, it's always oh my gosh, how can yeah, we get rid of young like, talent yeah, yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. now I don't. Yeah, I don't I, is really lighting the world up. Yeah, good. Boy. I don't even think that uh, Ricardi is now training with the with with even the, with the Primavera team because apparently he, he can't do that. So um, yeah, it's it's a weird story. Anyway, the the thing is that we go from doing that to do, saying exactly this after a game like yesterday, saying oh, but Ivan is uh, not too good. Um, I think this is, you know, it's, again, this is the Roma team that finished seventh last season on the last match day, okay? This is it. And and you're not going to change it overnight. And in order to figure out who's really good, you are going to need a full season. So if there are any departures, if if there are any drastic changes, that will happen at the end of this season. Um, because... Aside from that, this is a work in progress, like everybody is saying. So you cannot expect guys um, like Ibanez, like Mancini, who are very, you know, they they have certain things that they just do no matter what. Like Vertu when he goes a bit too too forward, leaving too much space in the middle. Um, so, Oof. no, but that's, you know, and, and that will always take time. It, it it will always take time and um listen it's maybe i don't know maybe people are 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 getting a bit too impressed by what spalletti is doing at napoli where he's just you know he, he takes over the team from uh, gennaro gattuso and basically makes them look undefeated um and 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 maybe so but but this is still, I think, um, a team that has a lot of deficiencies and you're not going to be able to, you know, to make it look that much better in such a short amount of time. And still, this team, despite that, this, despite all, all of these deficiencies, 
is is still in a pretty good position and we're talking about you know about players getting offers left and right uh, and it's not even october yet so right. you know we are one not even a month into the season and um and it's just um sometimes this is this is what happens we we live these games um very you know very much we 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 try to make sense of oh my goodness why is a game against Udinese so nerve-wracking well it it that's football and right. and and it, it's it's really it's football because you as i said on the last podcast um inter go up against sampdoria and and they draw 2-2 and it looks like like wow this you know what 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 is what happened to this inter team and then they go and demolish bologna 6-1 sorry so um that's how it works and I, yes i understand that there are there are clearly mistakes being made and it's also up to Mourinho to keep working at it but they know that they know that and it's um it's important to us fans also interpret the moment know that listen we are on 24th of September we're recording this okay so it's not May it's not April it's not January when usually that's when the Roma Blues start to kick in this is it's September and and there is a whole campaign different competitions to play you cannot expect this team to be 100% it was never going to be 100% never otherwise we would have been right there with inter and milan um those are clubs that have started this process a long time before us we're late to the party and it's up to us to catch up to them but but it, no matter how you look at it um, with what we have at our disposal, it will take time. Do I do I think that maybe um, I saw another big criticism was that there weren't enough substitutions? That um, is that is that an aspect that I want maybe Mourinho to 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 work on? Yeah, sure, I would like to see um, more players, you know, being involved and maybe help alleviate the workload on guys like Karsdorp or Pellegrini. Um, but uh, that is also part of the process. It's it's and if you've if you've been there with Spalletti when he had really great players for Roma standards, obviously, but he had really great players at his disposal um, and and still and still and and delivered results, but still struggled at some point to to make that, you know, to to keep everybody on board and to keep everybody happy. I remember Paredes was unhappy because he, uh, you know, wasn't getting any playing time. Al Sharawi was starting to get unhappy because Perotti was playing over him, blah, blah, blah. Um, yes, you are going to have this is this is part of the process. Now you don't have those players anymore. You have different players, um, maybe less experienced ones. So it's um, it, it was never going to be a matter of six, seven, eight games. It was going to be a matter of, say, 34, 36 games. And, and that's what we're looking at um, in this season. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, after a match like yesterday, I guess I was, I was surprised by uh, how negative some of our patrons were. And you, you, I think you put it aptly when you said, "Anytime I feel bad or that I'm negative, I just come and look at the chat and <laughs> yeah, uh, feel much feel better great. about myself." Oh yeah, uh, that, that's a great way to put it. I, not that I'm saying you should expect, uh, you know, complete and utter shit housing for ninety minutes, but. I mean, was Mourinho playing champagne football before and I just was unaware of it? I I don't think so. But all that being said, okay, I agree with you. It, it is – there is a lack of balance, I think, is probably the best way to put it, that we just tend to overreact to things one way or, the, one way or another. And you know what? To a certain degree, as I said on the last podcast, I actually think that's fine because we've had to eat – crap for the last three years i don't really see much of an issue with with getting excited or ahead of ourselves at least a little bit but i think we also have to like you said calibrate and kind of remember that for the most part look at that team yesterday of the 11 okay how many of those guys were part of the team last year that as you said finished seventh it is not as if the entire 11 and even the, the first three substitutes were changed. This is, for the most part, the same team. And I, I think combining that with what I said about, from a tactical point of view, kind of breaking the bad habits that, that maybe they developed under Fonseca, I just think we have to give everybody a bit of time. And, and that's okay. I guess my next question would be to you then, the way I view things is maybe a bit different than some who view the transfer market, okay, as sort of like the cure. The transfer market is the medicine that fixes all of the issues that your team is having. So I already hear and I'm reading things about, oh, well, if Roma get this guy or that guy in January, you know, maybe they could do this. Maybe they could finish here. I don't like that point of view because I would actually prefer just to see these guys, the current players, improve and adapt. And it kind of just seems like most would prefer just to dip into the market and then that, that fixes all of your problems. I, I've never really thought that. But you brought up, for instance, the midfield, okay? I, I think we would all agree, right, that Cristante is not exactly the perfect profile to be playing alongside Veritu. I mean, Mourinho himself has even said um, uh, in press conferences and even before the season started, we're lacking something in the midfield. The way I view it, though, do you think that this is a, a, a player, like a characteristic problem that Mourinho just lacks guys with these characteristics? Or do you think it is more so... We just need these guys, particular players who seem to be ahead of others, the ones who are a little behind. We just need them to adapt and learn. What is it for you? Because I I kind of see people looking at the market and saying, oh, okay, well, we'll be fine until January and then we could sign this player. For me, I, I, I guess I don't like that mindset because then it's almost as if you're automatically assuming these new guys, they come in, they adapt right away and everything is fixed. Mm -hmm. I, I guess mm -hmm. I just don't like that mentality. I would rather see guys like, as I said, Calafiori, okay? He was terrible against Verona, terrible. You would not have even known that he was on the pitch. Yesterday, though, 
that run that he has and the delivery that he gave to Tammy Abraham, I thought is like the perfect response and exactly what you want to see from a young player. Yeah. And, and, you know the transfer market is is never gonna be one hundred percent your the answer to to your problems. Like you know, we expected El Sharawi to have immediate impact, and that's not exactly what we got from him. Same way as Spalletti was hoping to get a proper reinforcement, and Roma went after Rincon. Juve, to spite us, got him, and we had to settle for Clément Grenier, who featured for 60 minutes against Palermo and had a world Oh, my God. I forgot to bring that up. Isn't for, he at Spezia uh, now? Or somebody, I, no, I I, I, no he's a free agent. He's a free agent. He has no, no, no team right now, unfortunately. I checked it. I checked it. I know I check his, I check his team every, every, every time, every chance i get i check what my man clement grenier is up to um, oh man yeah i read something about spezia and i got excited well please please i would love to see him back in the league um but that's you know that so the, the transfer market obviously if you're you know if you're talking about guys like say Denis zakaria or somebody else maybe you can you you know you can say oh that immediately raises the the bar uh, in the midfield but the, the the truth is that often in in when you have this limited number of, of guys. So right now, Mourinho in the league is relying on 14 players. That's 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 a short list, okay? And I think that, yes, that can be very, very tiring in the long run. At the same time, you're, you're building, you know, a, a cohesive team, a united team. And and it's it's pretty clear that that's what, that's what Mourinho has in mind now. If 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 a necessity arises, it will be important to see also other guys integrated into the team. Um, at the same time, I I totally understand if in a game like yesterday you just don't want to take any chances. You want to see that game end in three points. You cannot you cannot afford for you know say uh, unfortunately and here is my diawara slander which was oh, unasked for no but i'm man. i'm just <laughs> you cannot you know think oh i'm just gonna because we've seen it way too many times and i'm not saying only diawara but aside from that it's difficult to get into these games where it's so everything is so tight and especially by bringing on say an additional midfielder you always have that thought. Oh my God! Then now he, you know, the the he comes in too loose, too sloppy, and he makes a sloppy pass, and and you and you lose the three points. That's sometimes that's that's what happens. Is sometimes it's better to keep the same guys in and um, try to work it out because everybody's really locked into the same objective. Everybody has had a, a good feel for the game, and by bringing in somebody else, that might disrupt the flow. Um, and and so in in other words, I think that obviously in January I would like to see somebody come in and and give this team a boost because they will need it. They need it now. They will need it in January. At the same time, right now they can also get by without it because this is when teams gel and and when teams are formed. This is this is the first month. You gotta take it, the first month. You know you gotta take the hit. Um, you gotta do it because uh, the the season is long, and this is if 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 you start to to switch things up this this early on in the season, 
you end up precisely with what was sort of the uh, the 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 weak point you know the the weak point in if you look at Fonseca's two seasons at Roma the his the way he, he was so unlucky in the fact that he never knew what his starting 11 was going to be like and there was a time where you went from having uh Cristante in the middle then you didn't have Cristante because he got injured Pellegrini in the middle he got injured so you didn't have Pellegrini you had Diawara in the middle got injured and you were playing with Mancini as your central midfielder, right, and right. and that team could never gel properly. They had they always needed to switch things up, and 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 that was early on in the season with Fonseca. Those injuries happened usually uh, in his first year, I believe, already in September October. The the team was was basically wiped off the the pitch, um, and he still in, somehow managed to pull off a nice string of results. But that's how it is. You you have to keep the same guys in right now because you're you're you want to build something that is is solid and that you know. Oh, this is the starting eleven. Okay, this team means business. Um, if you start to switch things up this early on, uh, you risk of not building consistency. And I think this is what we've lacked for so many years: is the consistency. If I can, you know, if. Listen, if a loss at Verona makes the difference, then I'll take that loss. If that loss teaches you something and, and you go forward and you grab a nice uh, bag of results, then I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with it. And so, again, I hope that um, I hope and I, I think that this nerve wracking game against Udinese does not prove or, you know, does does not indicate that the, the, the Lazio derby um, will also be uh a game like that i i don't i don't believe that the team will go out um and play against sarri's men the same way they go get you know they went out and played against gotti's men it it, it will be different um because at the end of the day you grab the three points you grab the three points and you're at the end of the day that that makes the difference that makes you feel good for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, 100%. I... I know we've spent like half an hour being completely negative here. I, I was just very surprised that even after victory, I, I saw so much criticism because I, to be quite honest with you, I was, I was thrilled. I thought that they, you know, again, aesthetically not great. Uh, we have Cristante doing what could qualify as one of the worst tackles I've ever seen in my life. We have Pellegrini getting one of the worst yellow cards and sending offs I've ever seen in my life, but they still won. Uh, usually in instances like that, where you have, again, just shithousery of a whole new level, uh, usually it's Roma coming out on the opposite end of that. So, I, I mean, I was ecstatic yesterday. I was I was quite surprised by the by the negative atmosphere, but maybe it's just our, our patrons who... I don't know. We, I guess, we all need therapy to some to some extent. Maybe, maybe we all need it in that group more so than the rest. Um, speaking of Pellegrini, won't be there for the derby. How worried are you with that? A, B, was that one of the worst sending offs that you've ever seen? And right. going back to yesterday evening, 
very few things get me gassed and excited, okay? Watching Tammy Abraham sing, uh, <laughs> sing like that, Roma, uh, Roma, Roma, before the match. Wow. I love everything about his game. It, it, here's the interesting thing. Again, if you're not watching these matches and you're just going to his statistics and you're looking at his numbers, he's doing good, of course, but, it, you know, he's not like... If you were just looking at his goals, it's not as if he's scoring uh, once every single match. I just can't express enough, though, how the things he does are difficult to quantify. His movement, the space that he creates for everybody else. I am telling you, I think the fact that Jekyll is not there moving at half a kilometer per hour really opens up the game for Pellegrini and gives him more space in the area. And I think that has helped him. Of course, the change of mentality, Mourinho, I think a lot has had to do with uh, Pellegrini's sort of revival this season. But I also think Abraham and his game has a lot to do with that. So uh, addressing all of that, Pellegrini's a big loss on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, that is a yeah. big <laughs> absence. I, what do you do now, though? Do you move Mkhitaryan to the middle? Do you put Zaniolo in the middle? No, I put, you... I put Zaniolo in the middle. I put Zan... Okay, and then you who, who do you put on the right then? Perez? No, I mean, I I, I play with El Shirawi and Mkhitaryan. I don't care. I'll I'll have them out there playing. Um, And and maybe that will that will help Zaniolo because so far um he he's not the he's not the guy to whom you deliver the ball anymore you know the once you used to be give the ball to Zaniolo and see what the kid can do right um, clear right. The, the lebron off uh, yeah. The LeBron yeah yeah pretty attack. much Just give him the ball and move give him everybody ball, yeah. move yeah and and now it was more give the ball to Pellegrini and see what he can do um in the derby it's it's going to be interesting i don't listen whenever the derby happens i don't think that these things make that much of a difference because neither do really, i it's always a small margin yeah it, it's it, it it's is. always it doesn't always, matter who's out there yeah it's always that game i mean you want it with 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 strotman uh, scoring his first goal after his return from the injury because of a mistake by you were going to say with strotman doing the best dive We've seen oh, him a yeah. long well, time in the derby. But that we, was fantastic. Yeah, but that, we lost that one. We lost I know, that. but I'm I'm just saying. That, I mean, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're talking that about was, shit housing here. That was that was yeah, that was shit great. housing at the highest level. That, that's yeah, fantastic. Um, but unfortunately, we lost it. So, <laughs> um, which and the funnier thing is that the, the Rossi scores the penalty and then goes and does the gesture on his balls yeah. to, to, to the Laziali yeah. and then and then we get humiliated um shortly afterwards that really is the perfect encapsulation also of the, of our patron group chat because whenever somebody gets excited you know there's gonna be some spanking um, right. that's <laughs> so um no it's it's a loss but it's not that big of a loss this team um if you approach the derby like that just based off oh we missed this guy um you're not going anywhere just season wise um no i think that you still will approach this game just like you would with pellegrini out there um it's important to to involve zaniolo more 
it's good to see Tammy Abraham happy. I think that's the main difference. And look, Edin Dzeko is happy at Inter. Now he's, you know, he's scoring, he's playing, he's happy. Finally, he woke up after two years in a coma. <laughs> and and that works. Yeah, pretty much. It, it, that tells you all you need to know about, you know, oh, his recent, you know, the, the oh, I love Roma, blah, 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 for the past two years. Oh, I always oh, wait, think I'm about making the how much the more club. If I, for an additional season? Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. nice. Wow, he wakes um, up all of a sudden. Good goodness, yeah, and and it's so it's 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 good to finally have somebody up front who's happy, who doesn't get pissed off when mm-hmm. you know he doesn't get his chance. Um, he is is he feel he looks involved, and and that's what you need when you substitute a striker is somebody that can slot in and feel right at home. And you don't feel that much of a difference, um, even though they offer different things. Jacob and Abraham, you—it's you, not like you're watching these games and saying, "Oh, you know what? You know what? I could use some more Jacob in here." No, you're nobody said it. Nobody, not even Jacob's wife. You know, yeah. I'm sure well, even she's... as he's banging in the goals too, that's the most important part. We would be having a different conversation if Tammy mm-hmm. Abraham was not scoring, but of yeah. course he is scoring. But 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 I guess I also wanted to highlight. He's scoring on top of doing things that we just, you know, I know your biggest gripe with Jekyll is obviously the the, the personality. But for me, it, it's even things like, yes, what you may be sacrificing in work. Right? We don't see Tammy Abraham going to the midway line, trying to, to, to grab the ball and wait for his attackers on the wings, hit it out to them, and then we go on a quick attack. But what he is doing is the movement in the final third, which I think has been uh, yeah. And so yesterday, listen, listen, yesterday he had one shot on goal. Okay, that's the that's his goal. The one shot on goal is his goal. That's that's the that's the only shot he took all game long. Um, and and he played for eighty five minutes. That that says a lot about about the player and and how he approaches these matches. How Mourinho is utilizing him, I think. It was the right choice. I said it all along. I don't see what the big big deal was. I think now we are all starting to sort of wake up from this, from 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 this, and and realize that this is it's if if something is wrong with this team, it's certainly not the striker position because there you have somebody that is that is excited to have this opportunity to perform on a high level as a starter, get his minutes every possible game. Um, and and help the team and 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 he said it yesterday. For me, the most important thing is to help the team. And great, great to have somebody with that mindset because you need it at some point. You know, you need to realize that yes, the striker needs to bang in goals, but also striker needs to be willing to to take the hit for the team. And Tammy Abraham. You know, you're seeing him running up the wing. You're seeing him shielding off defenders. All kinds of stuff. Um, he's there for the team. That's all that matters to me. Yeah, and I have to admit, too, I'm surprised at how quickly he settled in. Uh, there's always this discussion about why players from the UK, why we don't see more playing in the city or just moving abroad in general. Um, and the, the excuse I've always heard is, you know, it's difficult to settle in for any player, let alone a young one. But, I mean, the fact that he's settled in so quickly, looks comfortable, and is delivering on the pitch, I, I mean... Right now, at least, I would do that signing 100 times over again without any bit of hesitation. I, I've He's been nothing short of sensational, so I've been absolutely enamored by him. Um, 
Okay, so before we go, the Derby, I don't want to do predictions because no, we're not doing no, no, we, because no, 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 no. Clearly, no. we no, clearly no. we know what we're talking about uh, as we as we pro as we showed uh, ahead of the Verona match. Yeah, what are you worried about? What fear? What fears do you have? When facing um, this Lazio team, for me, it's just the fact that it's a derby, and and it has more so to do with the atmosphere. Because you know what, I've seen some of the worst Romas of my lifetime, be yeah. some of the yeah, strongest yeah, yeah. Lazio sides of my lifetime. So mm-hmm. it almost is self defeating to kind of go through name by name. You know, I could make fun of Muriki here, and he could go on to to, to hit a brace. It's just one of those things that it's such a particular match that. Uh, breaking things down and analyzing into a, individually, I think, sort of misses the entire purpose. Correct. And, yeah. You know the, the the sensations behind a derby to begin with, but just in general, okay. What about this Lazio? Just again, a very general point worries you the most. For me, it's almost like the unknown because they can look so good one weekend, and then yesterday against Torino, they just look kind of lifeless that's the thing you don't know what you're getting from them on a week uh week in week out basis they looked so good those first few weeks when they um when they were hammering uh, who, who did they who did they Spezia, yeah, Spezia, yeah. okay right so <laughs> now again are those great sides no but i guess what i'm trying to say is they have two good performances like that. And then they go out against Milan. They don't look very good. Then they drop points at home against Cagliari, who are a horrible, horrible side. And then they drop points again yesterday to Torino. So you really don't know, again, what kind of mm-hmm. performance yeah. you're getting from them. For me, that's that's the biggest that's the biggest fear. I, I just don't yeah. know. You're either going to get a sensational Lazio or you could get a really, really poor one. I, I don't know what it's going right. to be. I mean, in in order of what I'm I'm, I'm most afraid of, I'm afraid of the referees, Guida uh, mm. and Irati, um, <laughs> the, the Lotito's favorite client. It is, uh, it is his favorite, yes. And, and uh, then number two is Pedro um, coming I, back. I was, that's exactly <laughs> what I had here. Coming Before back, you know, that, I mean, yeah. That is the that would be the fairy tale I mean, that, for for right, Pedro. That is know. the definition. Oh yeah, and it like, would be. It would be the craziest statistic because he, you know, scored last season. It wouldn't be the, the, the typical statistic of, oh, Pedro is the first player in the city <laughs> rivalry that scored in the previous right. season for one side and then the second season for the other side. Um, that would be typical. And then obviously Immobile on a, on a non-existent penalty because that's yeah. at the end of the day. That's what it comes down to. Um no, this Lazio team is very difficult to get a taste of. I think that they're in a similar, maybe not similar, I don't know, but kind of in a, in a situation like us where it's still figuring things out, still, uh, you know, dealing with the limitations that they knew they had, but now taking those limitations and, and those qualities that they have in, in, into a different direction under Sarri. Um but yeah, this I think this is gonna be more. You know, if there is a reason to watch this derby, because usually and and for the past few years these derbies have been so uninspiring. Um, right. Maybe it was also because of lack of fans or whatever at the stadium, but just not great stuff to to like. Not really any, not comparable to other derbies. But maybe this time around with the personalities of Mourinho and Sarri, this will be worth viewing. And and. 
I don't I also don't feel like giving a prediction because this no. is going to be, you know, no. it's going to be a difficult game for both teams and they're I I don't think again that this is going to be, you know, one of those games where the result will be completely one-sided. It's it's going to be, you know, a, a tough grinded out game. I agree. All right, everyone. No predictions. We don't want to do the Borghino again. So we're not even going to travel down that path. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back, obviously, after the Derby, after the weekend. Let us know. You can, we'll, we'll blame you or we can blame you for the Borghino. Let us know how you think the Derby is going to end up. So we will chat in a few days. Until then, ciao. Ciao.